This is Stu Epperson from the Truth Talk podcast, connecting current events, pop culture, and theology. And we're so grateful for you that you've chosen the Truth Podcast Network. It's about to start in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, and please share it around with all your friends. Thanks for listening, and thanks for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Little-known jackman Ricky Bobby places third in the Dennett Racing Machine. Ricky, first of all, where did you learn to drive like that? The car, uh, car handle rig. Can you speak up, Ricky? The car, it handled real good. It felt like I was on a spaceship. And uh, I'm not sure what to do with my hands. Real happy with um, with what was going on. And uh, at the end of the day, um, you know, you got to be happy. His name is Ricky. Ricky Bobby. Everything ended up fine. Bill. Oh. Oh. Why did you kiss my ear? Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. Will you turn that disrespectful junk off? Respect the classics, man. It's Hendrix. Attention! Kiss the pavement goodbye, gentlemen. When I'm finished with you, you'll have mud in places you didn't know you had. Yo, I've never been off-road. Well, that's going to change right now. Hello, face. Drop and give me 20 miles. Go, 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 go. Go. Man, now I've got dirt in my wheels. Lee Harvey, you are a madman. There are no rules on this trip, remember? We're just heading for the Pacific, and there ain't no plan. Who knows where we're going to be? I know where we're going to be. Dudley hooked me up. Check out this thing. It's a GPS in my phone now. Look at that thing. Let me see that. Yeah. Cool, look at that. What are you... What'd you do that for? For the good of the trip. You don't need a GPS to discover America. You need a bike, and you need the road, okay? Freedom. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Good morning. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Show. Those aren't pillows, and this ain't Rodney. (laughs) Robbie. (laughs) But it it is is Rodney. Rodney. It is Rodney. (laughs) I I messed that up. But (laughs) there's Robbie. How'd he come through loud and clear? Dang, it's like he's here. I did crack myself up, if nobody else. We cracked him up, I guess. Yeah, and he always cracks me up. Yeah, that's one thing uh, we do love about Robbie. So this is, and I do this all the time, so hopefully I won't do it too much in the show. Robbie and Rodney are close, so sometimes I get them mixed up. So hopefully I won't do that this morning. Yeah, pull a Sam. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, we are here today, um, Andy and Robbie, uh, Rodney. See? See? I do it. It's easy. But anyway, we're here today to uh, fill in for Rodney, Robbie. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to be doing it the whole show, so just get used to it. (laughs) But we are here uh, in place of uh, Robbie. He's enjoying some vacation, some time off. Much needed. We miss him, and uh, so while we're here, we might as well roast Robbie. Maybe not roast. Maybe just grill. Maybe <laughs> not grill. That's probably too he severe. Likes to, he likes to cook on the grill. How so. about sauteed? We're just going to saute. There so. you go. 
So we'll be bringing up some interesting stories about him. He's a uh, he's been a blessing to both uh, myself and and Rodney and the really the whole Masculine Journey team. But uh, again, he asked us to fill in, and we're excited about being here. Um, we're not uh, we're we're not going to be as um, you know just as, as professional as Robbie is. He's he's got it down. He's been doing it for years. But um, we tried to pick up and learn a little bit from him, haven't we? Yeah, and it'll, it'll be a good <laughs> it'll be a good show. Uh, I I don't know what to do with my hands, uh, but it, it it'll be good. Ricky Bobby, that must be Robbie. Combine the two. Robbie Bobby. (laughs) That's awesome. So, but what we wanted to do before we really get started is we wanted to do, we did want to take some time to kind of, uh, you know, like I say, roast Robbie, but, you know, just talk about our experience with how we were introduced to to Robbie. Um, Before I get into the introduction to how how we met and all, we wanted to tell some stories about him, some funny stories, and uh, I'll let uh, Rodney start. Oh, yeah, put it all over here. <laughs> well, just recently, we just had a boot camp at a place that I had never been. Andy, it had been a long time since you mm-hmm. had been there, right. and it was kind of a reunion for the Masculine Journey boot camp uh, up at Park Springs. And we <laughs> we all show up early for the uh, boot camp to get everything prepared. So we show up early when nobody else is there and we go out to dinner the first night and everybody gets a chance to sit around and crack up on each other. And Robbie, it was just funny. He has already started cracking up on, uh, Mark because the little, the little tiny beer. And so Robbie starts picking on and picking on and picking on others. And the next thing you know, his dinner shows up. It's enough food probably fit to feed all 10 people that were sitting at the table. And, and exactly, he, the look on his face when he got that, because I was sitting wow. right across from him, it was so darn funny. Because he, he has this huge plate of chili rellenos, and not just this huge plate, he had two huge plates of chili rellenos. He's looking at him like, how am I going to eat all this? What am I going to do? And so... Yeah, so I think what happened was was he was just going for the low carb option, and he was going for two sides of chili rellenos, and the waitress didn't hear that, so he got a double portion, not like an Elijah. You know, he was trying to go for his Elijah double portion, and ended up with more food. I get, again, like Rodney said, that uh, we could have fed the whole camp. I think with it, so he took some back with him. So that was really funny, and and you know this is classic uh, Robbie. We the day of. Uh, boot camp prep on Wednesday, you know, most people roll in at 10 or noon or something like that. I get a text at 6.30 in the morning, a couple of us, with a picture of a fish. That's it. And it's, uh, the text says, it's on. So that is classic <laughs> Robbie. So Yeah, he's up early with God in the morning, and then if he's with God and the fish, he's really yeah. in heaven. Yeah, exactly. He's like uh, one of the disciples, you know. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so, um, Rodney, what do you think, or what do you want to share about, you know, kind of how you first met Robbie and in your experience, and then I'll share a little bit. Uh, it was over this exact show. Uh, the first show that I found that had Robbie on it was the mask, our Christian Car Guy, and I listened to this show, and then found Kingdom Pursuits, and eventually worked my way through to finding Masculine Journey, and then just. Again, he just said here not too awful long ago because we were talking about, you know, we always reflect on boot camps because this boot camp was unique for the masculine journey that 
all the people there were people that were listening to the podcast and you know hearing us from the airways versus uh, live radio shows, and it's it's different. So when we started talking about all that, we we said, well, how how is it that people come across you and do this? And he said, well, you know, the thing, you know, I always like want it to be about what my content is on my shows, but no, they're all attracted to my laugh. You know, constantly, everybody says the same thing. I'm like, well, that's where I was. It was just so much fun listening to the show. I mean, I just had fun. And, wow. you know, after a couple of years, you know, I show up at my first boot camp, and it was at the uh, Carolina Bible Camp, and it was at their cabin, which I didn't know was the first time they ever had to have it in the cabin. But I pull in. There's a few cars there. I'm like, well, I guess this is where I pull in and check in. The first person to come out and greet me <clears throat> was Robbie. Which was awesome because that voice and that laugh came right on out that door. And from that moment on, I just felt comfortable. I was like, oh, this is great. It was good. But he comes out, hey, how are you? What's your name? And we meet and do all that for the first time. Yeah, you're, you're a first time. Yeah, how did you come to come here? And he just, it was like an old friend from the get-go. Absolutely. Same here. A little bit different, but same at least when I met him through the boot camp. My first contact with, with Robbie was, I think it was like 2008 when he first started the Christian Car Guys show. I was listening to Truth every day, going back and forth between Greensboro and um, uh, Kernersville area, and uh, loved listening to him. So I think he still was at the uh, dealership at the time, and he had started here, and I heard about him, and he you know, talked about you know his, his dealership and stuff. So I... Uh, I, I was going to buy a Dodge Dakota from somebody. I wanted to have it checked out. So I took it to him because I trusted him through the radio show. It was awesome. And didn't meet him then and all. But later on, um, I came to my first boot camp. And like Rodney said, the first thing I'd see is is Robbie. He's like the greeting party there for the boot camp. Awesome to, to meet him for that first time. And then just uh, I joined Masculine Journey, uh, the team, around 2016, 2017. And then we uh, – you know, just kind of progressed there. Well, Robbie's just been an, an incredible influence in my life. A lot of, uh, he's spoken into my life a lot of things, and it's just been great. I know all you people hear this on the radio show on a regular basis, but just to have a personal relationship with him and understand, you know, him sharing his life with me and the rest of the team. Um, you know, when I started listening to in 2008, I never thought that would be something that would happen but that's just kind of how god works things and uh, it's been exciting to uh, be a part of it okay we'll be back right after this short message and then uh we're looking for callers today and we're going to be talking about wholeheartedness today Listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. Lee Harvey, you are a madman. Welcome back to the Christian Car Guys show. Those initial clips that you heard earlier on. Um, you got to be saying, what the heck is all that about? So what we're talking about today is wholeheartedness or adventure. Way, adventure, exactly. I think a lot of times we 
struggle to live a wholehearted life without adventure where you get busy and doing paying the mortgage and taking care of responsibilities. And we really uh, don't really in, experience adventure. And God is, you know, you've, I know you've heard Robbie talk about it a lot. Adventure should be a part of our lives. It's a, it's a core desire of both men and women. They have to have adventure or you become bored and you, you lose your heart, really. Yeah, and then where do you turn with your heart when it's not fulfilled? And if you're not turning to Christ with your heart and letting him fill you with things that uh, he gave for you to enjoy, uh, and which is you know unique for all of us. We have different things that we enjoy. Some of us get out in the wilderness. Some of us, you know, get online and do look up our history and things of that nature. There's different things that drive uh, different people. So you got to go with your core desires of what God gave you to have adventure with Him with. Yeah, absolutely. And we just we want to get your feedback on that. So I'll be primarily talking about my adventures. I've not to get into it too deep right now, but just. You know, I've done a lot, some travel recently, got out with God in the national parks, and it's been like, you know, he's my tour guide. Uh, it's been incredible. And I just want to share some of that with you. Um, Robbie, you want to talk about what you, what your some of your adventures are? Yeah, and for the listeners, uh, you know, call in with your adventure uh, that you've had either with God or just took some time that you uh, knew was great in your heart that uh, really helped open your life up and was always fun. Mine seemed to come as a child and some are, I think what Andy's going to share is some of uh, ones he's had here later in his adult life. So again, the phone number here to call in is 866-34-TRUTH. That is 866-348-7884. So again, call in with your adventure and uh, how you uh, have experienced some wholeheartedness with God. And uh, we'd love to have those shared with us as well. Because you got to remember, we got uh, two rookies here trying to carry the weight. You know, we we love it when all the uh, experts of the listening audience out there can share in too. Yeah, I just caught myself calling you Robbie again. So my, <laughs> I told you it was going to happen. Uh, so um, before we get started, though, I, Robbie asked me to you know help out with the show. You know, I I wasn't so sure I wanted to, to be a host. I'm typically a guest. And uh, it's a little bit of a challenge for me. I've hosted uh, The Masculine Journey a few times. But uh, it's like two hours of show. Uh, I'll see what I can do. But I said, I'll pray about it. So one of the things I've been doing recently is just praying um, for dreams. Um, it says in the last days that, that uh, young men will see visions and old men will dream dreams. And, uh, you know, I'm ne- God's never really spoken to me that way that much. But uh Hadn't really had, I had one that, you know, was kind of uh, just a, a teaching kind of thing that I received, but, um, you know, it was, I think, like a night or two after he asked me to do this, I got a dream. And guess what the theme of that dream was? What was involved? Hosting a radio show? No, no, no. no. <laughs> it was, Cars was in the in the dream. Nice. Yeah. So I'm going to share that dream just... Just something, you know, if you've got, you feel free to call in and t- tell about a dream you've had as well. But I'm just going to share a little bit about it. And there's a spiritual significance to it. Now, try not to get hung up and make it an all theological correct or whatever. But I really believe God imprinted it on me. And I asked God the interpretation and I had it within a, just a few minutes after I woke up. But essentially what happened was I was, well, I was this dream I started out, I was in this like new 
Mustang, I guess, or some kind of sports car. Didn't get the detail, but it was really nice, and I was feeling good. And it's like, nice. man, this is driving along, and this was cool. And then on the side of the road, I came up, and there's this similar car, Mustang or whatever, sports car, and it didn't look so good. So I got out and got into it. Now, this car, you know, it wasn't nice on the inside, didn't have that new car smell, kind of beat up. Something distinctly, and I don't really understand it, but I remembered that the hood looked like it had come off. This is for Bob Bob Young out there. It it looks like (laughs) the hood came from a junkyard and had Bondo on it, and it was like grayish and all. And, you know, it looked like one of those cars that they try to renew the, the paint on and stuff like that, really dull and all. And I got up, I got in the car and started driving and, you know, I was driving along and the whole time I felt like, why am I in this piece of junk? I just <laughs> left a really nice new car and I'm driving along and, and then, um, you know, I just kept, kept having that feeling of, I really need to get back to that new car. Oh yeah. We always want the new yeah, shiny. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I woke up about that time and I started just asking God, I was like, is this, is, okay, I finally had my dream now. Can, can you help me out here? And it quickly came that, that that's our life in the fact that a lot of times we get that new car, a new car we get that new Jesus smell uh-huh. in our relationship with him, and we let ourselves fall back into old ways that it may be into some kind of sin or it may be maybe not that. It may have been that our hearts have just become cold towards God. And sometimes that, that really gets in the way of what he expects from us. And so I started looking up the uh, scriptural significance of it and um, or, or something, something that uh, correlates to it. And Revelation 2, it talks about uh, returning to your first love. And just go back, go out and read it. It's Re- Revelation 2, 1 through 4. But, you know, it, it, there's, there's, there's that spiritual significance of getting things back in right alignment. God wants us to have that, um, that experience. He wants us to experience what we had when we first came to Jesus on a day-to-by-day basis. That doesn't mean you live in the clouds all the time, but to, to constantly go back and have Jesus is really guiding you and leading you. And, um, and where you're not veered off and you start listening to other voices like the enemy, because the enemy, just because you come to Christ, doesn't mean he's given up on oh, you. Oh, no, he's there. Yeah, he's just getting started, right? Yeah. So, But I think in these, in these days ahead, we're going to need Christ more than ever. I mean, we always need him, but we're going to need to keep that new Jesus smell. Yes, absolutely. We always want to keep that hunger, that desire. And again, call in with your stories. We're at 866-34-TRUTH. Call in, give us your story, and be wholehearted along with us. Thank you. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Well-known Jackman Ricky Bobby places third in the Dennett Racing Machine. Ricky, first of all, where did you learn to drive like that? The car, uh, car hail rig. Yeah. Can you speak up, Ricky? The car, it handled real good. It felt like I was on a spaceship, and uh, I'm not sure what to do with my hands. Real happy with um, with what was going on, and uh, at the end of the day. Um, 
you know, you got to be happy. His name is Ricky. Ricky Bobby. Everything ended up fine. Hey, 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 Truth Network listeners. We got so much truth coming at you all day. Just want to remind you, this afternoon at 1 p.m. is The Cure with Amy Cabo. That's another live call-in program, so make sure you uh, listen and call in to Amy this afternoon. That will be Amy Cabo with The Cure this afternoon at 1 Eastern on The Truth Network. Um, And also for as far as my story um, of adventure, uh, mine a lot came when it was cold out, and it wasn't as much in cars as much as it was on snowmobiles. My uh, father first purchased a snowmobile in like mid-70s, and he would ride, and I'd ride a little bit. But boy, as a kid, getting on a snowmobile was incredible. They weren't built as quite as well and as fast as they are today, but they were still an awful lot of fun. Um, one of the stories that I did want to kind of talk about as far as my adventure, which ties back into a little bit back into the stripes with Lee Harvey and uh, Lee Harvey being a madman, we uh, took a trip. One year, this was in college, my uh, buddy Larry and I, who had been snowmobiling for years together, his friend, he invited along, we were taking a trip from Rhinelander, Wisconsin, up to the Upper Peninsula of Copper Harbor, Michigan, and it was just a long, grueling trip. It was 171 miles, if you looked at it on the map, to say, well, how are you going to drive it by car? It hits much longer by snowmobile, because you don't ever get to go straight for very long. You're always on trails and stuff. There's a few railroad beds you get to hit. But we went up on one day, stayed at Copper Harbor, and then would ride back the next day. So on the way up, you know, we're finding the trails. We're heading that way. We know generally where we need to go, picking up trail maps along the way. So it's kind of adventurous. You never really know where you're at and how far you have to go or where am I going to get gas or food and things of that nature. We're all just figuring out on the way. And it's just a whole lot of fun. And, of course, we, we love to go fast, like Ricky Bobby, man. You know, your first year or last, man. We, we're, it's, it's all you're doing. It's like legal racing. You know, you get on trails and you go as fast as you can to get from point A to point B. Well, you do get wore out a little bit. We're on, like, railroad tracks, and the moguls are about three feet high. And we're topping them at about 60, 65 miles an hour, just taking punishment all the way up there. Part of the adventure on the way up was – we get to a place and there's a bunch of locals and they're riding this hill and it's a pretty steep hill. And I'm like, well, I definitely know I'm not going up there. I'm not going to take that adventure, but our leader, he takes off. And next thing you know, he's ripping up that hill. And we're like, you know, all that's going through my head is if he doesn't make that and he rolls back down, we're not going to make our trip up the Copper Harbor. <laughs> but he made it up, turned around, came back down. We're like, okay, well, let's head out again. And he takes off, you know, heading north again up for Copper Harbor. We get up there. We stay that night. And the next morning, you know, we're thinking, okay, we'll get up and refresh, be flying on the road. Every single one of us was so sore because <laughs> we got beat to death riding up there. And it was so much work. We're coming out, and I'm just, I'm just lazy. I'm just like, oh my gosh, trying to get everything warmed up again because it's cold out. You're just getting back on your snowmobile. And you're heading south again, and we weren't 
30 minutes into our trip back and I, I took a very lazy turn. I'm just sitting very lazily. My legs are kind of hanging out. I smacked my left knee on a tree at probably like 30 mile an hour or something like that. And, you, and oh my gosh, did it hurt. So I had that pain the whole way back. Yeah, thanks for laughing at me, Robbie. Really appreciate it. But we're, He's not we're, the only one. Yeah, I know. So I get that on the way back. But it was just the whole way back that every time we'd stop, we're just like, you sore? Yeah, I'm sore. You sore? Yeah, I'm sore. It just constantly, the whole way back, just aching and groaning. But it was just a great time for three guys to just get out and go do something where you didn't really know. You knew where you were going to end up, but you just kind of were feeling it out the whole way. And it was just a great time of guys to get out in nature and go have a trip. The things you do for adventure and wholeheartedness, right? Oh, man. It, but I tell you, my Sacrifice heart. Sacrifice your body to get it. Even though my knee was throbbing, my heart was too. Absolutely. Cool. Awesome story, Rodney. Rod um, we have uh, Sarah Lin Linda, I believe, on the line. Is that correct? Yeah, that's Sarah Linda. Oh, yeah, Sarah Linda. Yeah, that's me. Sorry. Right. I, I put a little uh -huh. uh, 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 Latin spin to it. Go right ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, anyway, uh, you know, I, I was speaking about that dream, and it was very interesting because I've I've been I've called you before, uh, again. Um, anyway, I miss um, I miss the guy that Robbie laughs so well. <laughs> but you all have a good laugh too, and that that accent is <laughs> is marvelous. It's wonderful. Well, I've worked a long time on mine. I don't know about you, yeah, Robbie. You did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, speaking about the 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 car, the old car. Mm -hmm. Well, you did. Your dream had a, a well. It was a new car, but in bad shape. Well, uh, I was uh, when I was six and a half years old. I was in bad shape. I I was a I I'm I'm a 1927 Model T. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, <laughs> but it had been. It was not in good shape. And then I got a new. Uh, I think it was an eight cylinder or. Maybe I think maybe you know really opt up cylinder when I was six and a half and I the Lord came into my life Amen. and you know and He's been there and then there's been a lot of things going on the, along the way that's happened to the old the nineteen twenty seven model mm -hmm. and uh, and now it's been on the you know on the road and. Uh, well, has had to have some appliances help it out, but I'm I've been on the road 87 years, you know. Amen. And uh, and uh, with that good motor inside, the, all the cylinders, but outside it's you, you, when you get to be my age, uh, you know, you you've got to be really careful with that old old chassis. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. But you got to do, you know, just laugh and, and enjoy and, and know that God is there with you, helping you. And he's, he's more than ever been. Well, my husband of seven years went home three years ago, and he's, oh, he's got a, oh, oh, my, his, his spirit and soul are right there. Slowly, brand, you know, that wonderful young man that I married. He's he's there, but I'm I'm still in this old chassis. But uh, 
it's going to be changed, and and that's okay. I'll ha- I'll have a brand new like mint condition in per- not too long. Isn't probably, that a blessing? You know, I love it. <laughs> I yes. love it. Oh, Chassis being our old, old, uh, our, our old body that's wearing out, but she's got an engine that purrs like a kitten, doesn't she? Oh, I tell you, Sarah, Linda, just you made my day by calling in because uh, I just picture you as part of the show for being a longtime listener to the Christian Car Guy show as well. Uh, just great to hear you today, and thank you so much for calling today and sharing your wholehearted adventure. Well, you're welcome. And Blessings and to uh, Washington State. Burn. Your motors are purring great, so I love to hear that. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling in. You're blessed. Wow. How do you uh, follow up with that? So uh, <laughs> I guess I got need to jump on uh, my uh, adventure story, and uh, we're running short on time, so I'll try to abbreviate it a little bit. But, uh, you know, um, a few years back, um, you know, life had – you know, beat me up a little bit and stuff. And I, I felt the need to get more adventurized. <laughs> and one of the things I did was I bought a Jeep. I feel like that's one of the better adventure vehicles out there. And I've had a blast in it, but it's also kind of opened me up to looking for opportunities to really, um, to go out there and have some fun whenever I'm traveling. I'm in a cybersecurity job that I travel quite a bit, ended up going out West quite a few times and hit national parks when I do it. This last time I went out was right before COVID hit, and I was able to go to Yosemite and then go to uh, Moab in uh, Utah, and I absolutely had a blast. I ended up, just briefly, we'll talk more uh, after the break, but uh, what was really cool about it was whenever I went to Moab, I went out on this trail called the Schaefer Canyon Trail, and it was just an awesome time that I had, and I'll talk more about that when we come back from the break. And again, call in with your stories of a wholehearted adventure at 866-34-TRUTH. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Bill. Mm. Why did you kiss my ear? Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. <laughs> We're not in between pillows here either, folks. Uh, wow. We've been thrown into this wow. from Robbie, and uh, we've enjoyed it immensely. Robbie, we just want to say thank you for letting us uh, post your uh, moniker show here. And... Uh, Again, callers, if you want to call in with your wholehearted adventure, the phone number is 866-348-7884 or 866-34-TRUTH. As Andy was uh, going over his story, I think he's going to continue on that. Yeah, thanks again, Robbie, for uh, setting us up. We've both enjoyed it. And, uh, it, you know, we're, we're not pros. Uh, we're fill-ins. But uh, we had a blast doing it, I think. So oh far. man, this has been this has been wholehearted for me. Thanks to Sarah Linda for that call. That really was an encouragement. So uh, back to my story real quick. Um, you know, I wanted to kind of this whole idea of Jeep and adventure vehicles. I know Robbie's had his problem with Jeeps in the past, and some of the stories Ooh, you, uh, has been told. Um, I haven't had any of those yet. 
Um, but I've had a blast with the Jeeps. I had the first one I had, me and my daughter took went down to Uwari. Didn't know what we were doing. Got on the trail. Uwari is here in North Carolina. It's just a trail. And uh, had a blast. Didn't know what we were doing, but we enjoyed the heck out of it. And it was it, it made a big impression on her, just uh, just that we were out there experiencing adventure. And then uh, that the transmission went out on that Jeep, and I bought a, a new one because it, it became my daily vehicle and all. And I've just had a blast with it, taking, taking the top off, taking the doors off, pulling stuff with it. I live up in Boone, so be, being able to get around and not have to worry about getting stuck in snow and all, I just love it as an adventure vehicle. So it's something I wanted to try whenever I went out on these trips. You know, the idea was I saw myself driving through Yosemite, you know, with uh, I thought I was going to need it. I went in the winter, and I thought I was going to need it for – four-wheel drive to get around, you know, and it didn't snow at all. But uh, I had a blast. I took the top off, and it was great to be able to be able to look straight up and see the peaks and stuff. It was awesome to do that. And then on that same trip, I ended up going to, to uh, Utah right after that and went to Moab, and I was that's where I left off. Um, I was on this trail called uh, Schaefer Canyon Trail. Didn't know that much about it, read about it, and I needed to go something. I couldn't. I rented a Jeep through Turo. That's a, one of these. It's like Airbnb for cars. Cool. And you don't, you can't really get Jeeps. They're very hard to get at the rental places and stuff. So I rented it through there, and you can kind of do some off-road. It was, to me, it was a real road. It wasn't really like I was off-roading. But I started out on it, didn't know what to expect, and I just heard it was really cool. And I knew that you, at the very end of it, you go through this canyon, and then you go there through these switchbacks up into Canyonlands Park. Well, I got about three-quarters of the way through and realized I couldn't do that part of it, and that was what I was looking so much for. But in the meantime, going through this trail, <laughs> I had the top off again. It's 40 degrees. Oh, Heat man. cranked up, but I'm loving it. I mean, me and God are just out there having a blast. And that's something I did, started doing whenever I got my job where I was able to travel a lot uh, more. And, and I started going to national parks and stuff is, is I just invited God along. And I think he really was inviting me along. But it was something that was, that I could really sh- share. I mean, I didn't have somebody with me. My family couldn't go. I was out there by myself. I didn't want to do it by myself. But God came along, and and, and it may sound corny to some, but he was re- it's real. I mean, uh, the, what I experienced. But back to the, the trail, the Schaefer Trail, it was just cool. I didn't know what to expect, and I ended up, you ended up going right past, I think it's the Colorado, Colorado River, and it ended up being a place, and that's where it goes back to some of the, like the Cars uh, clip that we did early on. I think it was shot there. Um Thelma and Louise, where they jumped the car off. This is where I ended up. Didn't know where I was getting into. It's actually called um, Dead Horse Point, Utah. Look it up. It's. I'm just glad you didn't follow Thelma and Louise the whole I way. I was tempted. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I got to it. It's. Uh, I think uh, the new Lone Ranger was shot there. City Slickers too. So it's all these. It's kind of an iconic place. And I was there by myself. Nobody was on this trail, and I'm just sitting there at this. It's like a. Uh, a horseshoe where the river comes and does a, uh, you know, a, almost like a, a 180, uh, something like that. And I'm just sitting there just to, just praising God and just, you know, there's all rocks all around. I was like, okay, these rocks aren't going to outpraise me. I'm going to praise God. <laughs> and I just really, it, there's, there's times I've had like that in Yosemite 
where you just walk in and you just experience, uh, you know, God's presence whenever you look at this stuff. I mean, when you look in Scripture, he's constantly talking about how um, David, a lot of a lot of the prophets, or, or many people are just talk about the wonders of God, his creation, how majestic they are. And he created that for to bring glory to himself. But we... We are the uh, we are the choir of that bringing that glory to him and just praising him for it. I mean, he's put, put some sunsets in front of me that are incredible. I just tell him, I said, you're just showing off now, you know, because you can, you know, you created this stuff. But it's just been really cool. Um, I wanted to share those things because Robbie's heard some of these stories and he wanted me to share it. And it's just, uh, it comes alive. I, hopefully you hear that in my voice, but it's just something. If you get an opportunity, get out there to the national parks. If you're if you're bound by this COVID thing and you're not able to get out and about, go to, go to a state park. Go to something close and allow God to take you on an adventure and experience his beauty. Yeah, there's nothing like being out in the wild. Uh, for some people that are city struck, you know, it's still think of the the majesty that's in what man has created because, you know, God gave us the ability to do that because yeah. it's still incredible to see these skyscrapers and yeah. incredible buildings and even though with all the congestion inside of Manhattan or something, there's still a lot of human beauty that's, that's there to see that we have made through God's uh, ability in us. And you Go into something like Central Park where they can get yeah. a little, little na- think about how much they just love getting away from a little bit of cement and getting into some grass and greenery and how wonderful that is. Yeah, con- get away from the concrete jungle. Yeah, and for me, like I said earlier, snowmobiling was just a part of my passion for so many years as a kid and trying to kill myself was really kind of the whole <laughs> theme of my, my youth. Um, I was hit by a car. I was... Basically, we were out on a little pond, and we're like, there's no tracks going across this pond. We're like, is it frozen over or not? I don't know, but my buddy goes, oh, I see a fishing hole. Let's head out past this fishing hole. He drives up first. He sees water gush out. I'm behind him watching his trail break Mm -hmm. through the ice. So if we stop, we're going down. And he realizes that and not time. So we're both just okay, we're not stopping. Let's got, we got to get across this thing. The other side, we get across and look back and see nothing but water you know, behind us. We're like, yeah, that probably wasn't a good idea. And then one time we were just, I mean, again, it comes back to adventure, right? Going out snowmobiling, going down a road is fun. But I'm like, I want to get in the ditch and start riding the ditch and riding around and doing that. I'm doing that. I can see a culvert coming up. And, you know, it's pretty. we had a pretty big snow. And I'm, I come up to the top to go around the culvert, and the next thing you know, there's a tree stump there. Well, the snowmobile stopped, but I didn't. <laughs> I go flying off and go over the handlebars and go flying out in front of the snowmobile. Thank goodness it was drivable, so I was at least able to drive home. But I had to carry my windshield, you know, on the way home. Uh, another time, it was freezing cold, you know, bitter cold and windy. And I was out just driving around real slow. Next thing you know, I'm up in the air. I land and rip my quad apart, my quad muscle, mm-hmm. off on the back bar. And just just things like that that I look back on, I'm like, oh, I had so much fun. Some of them a little painful, but, man, my heart was alive. Yeah, the things you do for adventure and wholeheartedness, huh? Man, I'm telling you, and just 
folks, just go experience it with God. It makes it even more refreshing and more rewarding to go experience it with him like Andy's been doing. As Sarah Linda says, you're going to get a new chassis, man. Yeah, you can tear this one all up. You're going to get a new one. Absolutely. Thank you for being with us today. We have, we've had a blast. Hope you have as well. Looking forward to uh, next week, Robbie being back in the seat and the pressure will be off. But uh, we hope you have a blessed week. Uh, think about those things. Think about keeping that. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.